Uh, we are going to record um, if just for my benefit so um, that way it'll come up on the video um, well I'm really glad that you guys are here because if you were not here no one would be here <laughs> but fortunately Derek Persolik is here to save the day he has arrived I'm so excited and Shauna she's recovered from the women's retreat 
How was the women's retreat? Any good reports? Two thumbs up, five fingers up, one thumb up, a hand on a leg. Anything else? Sorry. <laughs> Very good. Um, well, I'm glad you guys could be here. Uh, obviously, uh, Kenny is not here this week. He is at a conference in Atlanta. Uh, him, Rhonda, Dane, and Lindsay are all in Atlanta. They're at this conference. It's called the Orange Group. It's through Andy Stanley's church. Um, he, yeah, I, I hear it's going to be awesome. So hopefully Kenny's going to come back with all kind of good ideas. And hopefully there will be people here to ex- to experience these good ideas. So um, I feel like we have two sections here. I mean, you're welcome to join us, but you're welcome to stay there too. Um, you know, I don't, I don't want to pressure you at all. But, you know, feel free. Uh, just glad you guys are here. Well, anyhow... Um, there we go. Anyhow, I have some handouts for you so you guys can write or take notes or you can draw pictures on. Um, we have some great artists. Sometimes I clean up the papers afterwards. And I, I, I see we have some real talent in this church um, that's not being used. So um, write your name on it and then I'll know who's drawing it. And then I can... Uh, and then I can give you credit, and we can we can find a place for you to serve. That's all right. I was just at the Pirates game on Sunday, and I got twelve dollars seats, and they were they were like far left field, but they were actually pretty good. They're bleacher seats, so I guess it's not a real seat. But I, I was happy where I was at, and um, I don't go to very many uh, very many ball games. You can take your own food to ball games. I I googled it before I went. And so I'm like packing sandwiches and like candy bars and like all kinds of stuff. They're just restrictive on beverages. It has to be like a sealed disposable water bottle. So I brought this little tiny one, but it, it worked out. But uh, Does anyone here like the Pirates? Any, any Pirates fans? We got one, two, three. Like I'm kind of a Pirate fan by default because I'm not a huge baseball person in the first place. So, um, you know, people say, you know, what's your favorite team? I'd say the Pirates. You know, because that, that's the only one I know. Um, you know, but I, I like to go to a game, but I couldn't watch one on TV. Like, some people can watch Pirates on TV. I was just talking to someone about that. Um, I think I think I'd fall asleep or, you know, drift off in space or something. I can't, I can't, fall, well, I can't watch um, baseball on TV, nor can I listen to it on the radio. Um, I can't even imagine that. There's got to be something better. I think silence would be better. I'd be more productive that way. No offense to baseball fans. I just I didn't grow up playing baseball. My dad's from Thailand, and they don't have baseball there. Um, they have this this thing you can go. You can go to Thailand and you pay money and you can throw rocks at the monkeys. I heard about that. So, I, but like I don't know if that's true or not. I think my dad sometimes just pulls my leg. Because he also tried to convince me that they had skiing in Thailand. And what they would do is they wet the hill down and you'd go like mud skiing. And I don't think that was true either. But it sounds like a good idea. So maybe something worth trying. Maybe the, over the summer we could do it over the hill here. Mud skiing. <laughs> could be really, really popular if it takes off. If no one dies. All right. Well, anyhow, uh, tonight... Um, as you can see, I've entitled this Source One, and um, basically what that is, is we're taking, you know, it's this question of why, 
why do you believe what you believe? Um, you know, there's, there's so many things, and I'm not, we're not going to take it all the way back through, like, Christianity, but, you know, there's so many issues that, that people, they kind of just, they believe it because, you know, maybe Pastor Ken said so, or because they always grew up that way, or their family did it that way, or, you know, that's just always been the way they've done it. Um, and a lot of people just haven't taken the time to research or understand why, you know, why is it that way? Now, if Ken said so, I'm not going to, like, say, like, don't believe him or something. I mean, Ken's a good guy. You know, he's Pastor Ken. He's, like, got two master's degrees and all kind of stuff, you know. So, he's, I mean, he's a smart guy. I mean, it's not like he, does, he hasn't done his work. But if somebody were to ask you, you can't just say, well, Pastor Ken said so. Like, that, that wouldn't be a good excuse, um, you know. I mean, they, they're going to want more than that. So what we're going to do is I'm going to give you kind of a system of how we're going to build from the bottom up of, you know, why do you believe what you believe? And uh, we're going to start right there with source one. I got the Bible up there. That's our source. That's, that's where you get it all from. Um, first thing, you know, listen, um, God will never, God will never disagree or he'll never tell you something that's not in the Bible that is against what the Bible says. So if somebody says, well, you know, I just really feel that God is, you know, leading me in this path. Well, listen, if it's against what God's word says, it's not true. Something else is leading you. Maybe it's bad pizza. I don't know. Have you ever had bad pizza? I mean, I'm pretty pretty lenient. Like, I actually like this dollar pizzas. Sorry I get distracted, but I, food, I like food. So, um, but I did have a really bad pizza at Fox's Pizza. I think they moved since, they were in Bethel Park. No good. You don't like Little Caesars? Five dollar large? I mean, I have low expectations going in, so I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied coming out because, I mean, I know what I'm getting. It's five dollar pizza. But it's a large pizza, and I eat it in one sitting. And I'll be pretty full. If not, the crazy bread is still good. Crazy bread? Eh? I love crazy bread. Anchovies? I don't think I've ever tried one. You, you're into it? No, we got one up, one down. So you, you get a half anchovy? Or can a pizza even share an anchovy? No? Smells up the whole house. Well, Lindsay's never complained about that. But she can't smell, so... Two thumbs up for me. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna build this um, we're gonna build this from the ground up. And uh, so what I like to yeah, I have this triangle on your handout, and the the triangle is gonna be this yeah that's the page you're starting on, and then the rest of the lines are just for notes. If you just want to write notes, I I thought of all these like clever fill in the blanks, but I just want to give you an opportunity to do that. Now the back page we're gonna get to that in a little bit, but that's kind of like you know for you to do. Hopefully, you know, maybe, maybe some thoughts on your own. I mean, I'm going to go through this with you. Um, but if you want to save that and you don't want to draw pictures there because maybe you want to save that space to uh, do this on your own sometime. Maybe there's an issue that you're not sure about and you want to think about. Um, but we're going to get to that. So, anyhow, we're going to start at the bottom here. And I think this is going to work. Oh, there we go. We've got this verse. Just me. So... Um, let me read this verse for you. Ephesians 4.14. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of men in their deceitful scheming. So, you know, like I said, you know, so many times we don't, 
you don't really know why you believe it. You say, well, you shouldn't do this, or you shouldn't do that, or that's wrong. Well, why is it wrong? Well, the Bible says so. Well, you got to know. I mean, you can't, just, you can't just say it, you know, without, without a reason for it. Um, you know, maybe, you know, and sometimes people are so specific, they say, well, you know, you can't watch that, but you can watch this. And, like, sometimes people pick out, like, certain shows, and it doesn't even really, you know, like, make sense all the time. You're like, well, you know, it's like your opinion versus my opinion, and then you just end up fighting. And that's no good either. But, yeah, so no longer be infants tossed back and forth. You know, you guys are adults now. You guys, you guys, you guys are old enough to know. You know, it's, this isn't Sunday school anymore. You know, just reading the Bible is more than just, you know, like someone reading it to you. You got to do it on your own. Um, you know, we're grown-ups. You know, it's time to, time to move up to the next step. So we're going to uh, start this out here. And I don't know, I think I might be, there we go, there's my triangle. Um, but it's, it's based on like a, it's not based on like, yeah, it's on infrared, it's a, well, it's not Bluetooth, it's something else. Maybe it's like an Aldi's brand, it's like Green Tooth or something. <laughs> you know, it yeah, doesn't even make sense. But anyhow, so we're going to start with biblical principles. What we're going to do, which, what, what we're going to do is we, I'm going to go through this process with you on a, on a topic. Um, but first I want to just show you what the process is. Um, so we're going to start with biblical principles. Now, what are biblical principles? And I really like this definition. Uh, God's absolute truth, which is right for all people, for all times, and for all places. That's what absolute truth is. It's always true. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, people pick out certain things, well, that doesn't apply anymore. That's cultural. You know, it's not relevant. Or sometimes, we'll, you know, people look at things and says, well, that's for those people, not for these people. Well, what we're looking at is what does the Bible say that is absolute truth, that applies to all people, all times, and all places. And um, that's what you want to start with because, you know, we want to start with the truth. Um, people get, you know... If you can't agree on, on what you're talking about, then you're never going to get anywhere. Um, so we want to start with what the Bible says. And so what, what, you're, what, what you would do, or what we're going to do, is we're going to pick out verses, and we're going to read these verses, and we're going to see what they say. And then we're going to build biblical principles from those. And, and so that's the first step. So that's going to be at the bottom of your pyramid, and it's going to be kind of like... Like... That. It's going to be like that. So, not at the top of your pyramid, but at the bottom of your pyramid. This thing worked way better last time. But, that's okay. So, then we're going to move up to the second step. Now, the second step is biblical philosophy. Um, now, who knows what philosophy means? Anyone out there? It's real easy. Donnie, come on. You're, you're a kind of a Liberty alumni. Do you get a, lim- a Liberty alumni letters? Because I do, and I never graduated. <laughs> They're like, join the Liberty alumni. I'm like, I didn't graduate. Am I an alumni? Tim? Okay, I believe for what someone thinks. Yeah. Now, literally, it just means the love of study. That's what that's what philosophy is. It's the, the love of study. But when we're talking about um, biblical philosophy. What we're talking about is what we're, we're, we're going to do today is we're going to take those biblical principles and 
we're going to do this. It's a group of principles that form life values. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a group of a group of these principles. We're going to take you know A B C D or one two three or one B C F you know whatever your counting method is, and um, we're going to take them as a group and we're going to say this is a philosophy based on this, and um, and then uh, that way we're we're building off that foundation, biblical principles, and then we're going to build a biblical philosophy. What? There it is. There you go, number three. Biblical purpose. Give me one second here. You like the silence? I don't know. Say no because that means you don't like me talking. It kind of hurt my feelings. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Now, um, yeah, so basically, once we have this philosophy, now we can have this purpose. Now, purpose is. Oh, wrong one. Purpose is basically. It's our goal. It's what um, what you want to do with with your philosophy. So let's say let's say I had um, I have this verse here. It's uh, Colossians two six through seven. It, it goes well. This is the New King James, but bear with me. It says, uh, "As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in Him, rooted and built up in Him, and established in the faith." As ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. So, there's three things there that I'd pull out. And um, the first one is, it says, as ye therefore receive Christ. So you have to receive Christ. And that's what we call the know. So, you have to know Christ. That would be, that would be principle number one. You have to know Christ. Number two, rooted and built up in him and established in faith. That's what we call the grow. Alright? So we got know, we got grow. Um, you know, you, be, you have to be... Not only knowing Christ, but you have to be growing in Christ. Number three, it's the last part of that verse, walk ye in him, abounding therein with thanksgiving. And so that walking part, and then abounding, that's the show. So that's no growth show. You know, and that would be, that'd be an example of how we're taking a verse, and then we're going to uh, build biblical principles from it. And then we're going to move on to uh, biblical purpose. All right, biblical program, definition. Game plan, program is purpose, executed. It's very simple. Bro- biblical program. So that's our game plan. That's how we're going to do what we wanted to do. Uh, we're, what, what, based on the biblical principle, what, what we said we were going to do. Um, you know, and now, a lot of times, um, people get caught up with, um, you know, maybe they have a good idea, and so they think, you know, they, a lot of times people try to start with a program, and they try to work their way down, and uh, people get caught up with that. And and you can't. You have to start with a biblical principle and a biblical philosophy, then have a purpose, then have a program, and then last but not least, you want to have biblical people. So, and that's our goal. We want to be godly people. We want to be uh, people, you know, that worship God and, you know, who you know, do the things that we're supposed to do. Sometimes we're just confused on what that is. And and that, that's it's tough, 
But what are you gonna do? So anyhow, that's the that's the process. Sorry, I'm a little out of order, but that's okay. Um, that's the process. But anyhow, so if you if you wanted to let's say let's take church for instance. If you if you wanted to go by this method, this is what we would do. I would take everything we know about church and I would just throw it out the door for a second. All right. So when you go to church, you're used to coming in the doors and well, we sing three songs, we hear a message, and we sing another song. That's like that's church when you think of church. But is that is that what the Bible says that church is like? Is that is that you know what church is supposed to be like? Or do we do it that way because we're used to doing it like that? Where you know we come in, we sing some songs, we hear a message, maybe have an invitation, and then we go home and we eat lots of food, watch the game, fall asleep, wake up, eat some more food, fall asleep. You know, that's like that's like a normal Sunday, at least during football season. But you know, if if we're gonna build build ministry, you can't we can't just necessarily do it because that's what we always do. Now it's not wrong to do that. Um, uh, we like you know I'm not I'm not bashing the band or saying like the band is stupid or something. I wouldn't do that because my wife's in the band, <laughs> and I'd be crazy to say that. <laughs> but what I'm saying is. You know, when we think of church, sometimes we get stuck in this routine and we're not thinking about why we're here. We're thinking about, you know, this is what we do, this is how we do it, you know, so let's just, you know, keep recycling this thing. And, um, I, I mean, I don't even know when they started that format. I don't know, you know, whose idea that was. I mean, Sunday school wasn't even invented until, like, you know, as recent as 100 years ago. They didn't have Sunday school in the Bible. That's just something that we did, you know, and... Um, People started doing and it became popular, and so we started doing it. Um, you know, in Acts 2, 23 and 24, it says that all the believers were together and had um, it sold all their possessions and good, gave to anyone who was in need, and had everything in common. And, um, you know, that, that, that was the early church. That's what they did. They came together and, you know, they, they, gave, away, they gave away what they, what they could, what they had. And it says they had everything in common. Now, do you think they had everything in common? Well, probably not. I mean, I'm sure, you know, like they weren't all like the same race of people. They're sure there were different sizes. I'm sure they had different jobs or occupations. I'm sure that they, um, you know, did different, you know, different things. But so, so what do you think that was? Everything in common. Well, simply this is that they're everything. Dan Fritz, how are you? Kenny usually doesn't acknowledge you, but I acknowledge Dan Fritz. So, yeah, they had the everything in common. Well, this everything is this, that they are in Jesus Christ the Lord, and they're excited about it. And because Christ is their everything, and so, therefore, that's their everything. That's what they have in common, that they're excited about Christ and what he's doing in their life. And um, that's what it's really all about. Um... So what we're going to do is I'm going to take this process and we're going to apply it to a topic um, because that's what it's really about. Um, now, if you turn the uh, paper over, you don't have to write on it uh, what I'm going to put up there because I'm going to put a bunch of stuff and it's going to be maybe come a little quick. Um, but you know, you know, you can if you want to. If you want to write on the sides or write notations, you can write stuff on the front. Um, but hopefully, you can use this format. I don't know if anyone's going to go home and actually do this. I'm pretty sure I'm going to find at least five sheets here in the church. And then, I, you know, maybe one in the parking lot. 
I think three of them will probably be in someone's car. And then, you know, maybe a couple will be folded up into someone's pocket. Two of those will be washed through the laundry, then dried. And then maybe one will be looked at later and said, oh, yeah, and then in the trash. But maybe, maybe, I mean, look, I, I know how it goes. I mean, I, listen, I've been going to church a long time. Um, you know, and, and so I'm always challenged to do that, too. I, you know, I'm always challenged to make sure that my Bible is not a courier collector. Um, you know, sometimes you pick up your Bible and it's like, or like your Bible is now like a history book. You're like, I was in the courier in 1986. You're like, wow, I was born in 1986. But, you know, I don't have one that old. I don't even know if I had couriers back then. But, you know, I mean, it just happens. Yeah, I mean, I, I know, you, you get the courier, you tuck it in your Bible, and maybe you take notes from it or something. But, you know, I, I, I do take notes, but, I mean, what do I do with the rest of the courier? I don't know what to do with it, you know. And so it gets tucked in my Bible, and then, you know, then I remember to take it out next week when I come and put another courier in. And, uh, I mean, I, hey, we all do the same thing, I know. Because, I mean, you know, we have these cleaning, we should have like a cleaning out Bible party and we can share notes or something. Um, it's just the way it is. Um, I mean, so, yeah, I mean, we could, maybe we should have a recycle bin or something, you know, save a tree or, you know, I don't know, recycle, I mean, but it's all right. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to pick a topic, and we're going we're gonna to work our way up from the bottom with biblical principles, and I'm going to give you the principles that I came up with. Now, understand that... Um, I had a lot of time to uh, to really look at it, and so you know, like yours may not look like this right away. That's okay. You know, it's because it's a process. Life's a process. It's a learning process. So you're not, yeah. You know, it's you know, I don't feel like you have to be a theologian or something, but you know, uh, just you know, I, I do want you to take it seriously because what we believe, you know, is really important, and you should have a reason for it. So I picked this topic of entertainment. Um, now, I, when I think of entertainment, that could be what you watch, you know, whether it's on TV or you're at the movies. Uh, it could be, you know, art. It could be dancing. It could be playing video games. It could be any of those things. Um, that's why they, I mean, I don't know how else you're entertained, you know, but those are all the basics. Maybe it's going to fight night on Saturday with Steve and I. I don't know what you're entertained by. Who's fighting, Steve? John Jones. Who's he fighting? Sonnen. All right, now, because I forgot, I always, like, remember the night we see the last fight, and then I forget by the next month. But now I remember, and now I'm excited again. And that's in two days. Yes. All right, so, um, I'm going to read these verses to you, and it's going to be kind of fast. Um, and if this remote works, then it's going to be pretty quick. If it doesn't, it could be painfully slow. But we'll uh, do the best we can. So, uh, this verse here, it says, Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the majesty and the splendor, for everything in heaven and earth is yours. Yours, O Lord, is the kingdom. You are exalted as head over all. Psalms 8, 3, and 4. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place... What is man that you are mindful of him, the son of man that you care for him? So here's a couple of verses, uh, one more. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty, and I will meditate on your wonderful works. So this is my first, my first principle uh, that I came up with based on those three verses. Now, I know I read them quick, and you have time to digest them. But 
Um, I'll just give you the, the gist of it with my principle here, that God is creative and beautiful and has revealed himself in such, in such a way, or such a ways, um, whichever works. But, um, yeah. Now you say, what does that have to do with entertainment? You know, because I know initially I said, you know, the topic that I was kind of looking at was entertainment. Well, we're working there. Um, you know, if you look in the Bible, entertainment is not in the Bible. Um, the word entertain is in the Bible a couple times, like, but it's not 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 what you're you know not not talking about entertainment. Um, the word play really isn't in the Bible. You know, when you think of like playing video games, video games aren't in the Bible, and you know it's just not a talked about subject. Um, you know, and so now, now does that mean that you know God doesn't like entertainment or fun or video games or you know? Well, no, it's not. That's not. That's not the case. So what we have to do is, since those things aren't in there specifically, is we have to understand the Bible, not like understand the whole Bible, but you have to take this, you know, a couple steps back before we can, you know, come to the finish line here. So that's my first one, is that God is creative and beautiful and has revealed himself in such a way. Um, So we're going to read a couple more verses here. Uh, this one here, Genesis one twenty seven. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Which is good, because otherwise there would be just guys, and that would stink. So, um, as extensions of his handiwork, we are created and can express beauty. Because, you see, we're created in God's image. So not only is God creative and creates beauty, but since we're extensions of his handiwork, you know, we are also creative. And we can express that, which is good, because I love it when Steve expresses his beauty. Not sure what that means, but just let it sink in. Um, we know that we are children of God and that the whole world is under the control of the evil one. First John 5.19. Second Corinthians 11.14. And no wonder, for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. So this is my third one here. As with everything, God has created for good. Satan, through his worldly system, seeks to corrupt and degrade, making counterfeits. So we have this twofold thing going on here. Uh, guess what? Satan, Satan's against you. Um, you know, what I mean, and so where God has created certain things that we're able to enjoy and are supposed to enjoy, and it's and it's good. You know, Satan, on the other hand, is able to create. Similar things, counterfeit things, that you know we you know we, we're misled by. You know, it's it's playing on you know our desire. You know, God's given you desire, and that's that's okay. But when it's misplaced, it's not okay. And so, you know, there, there's where the lines crossed. Uh, James one fourteen through fifteen. Uh, but each one is tempted when, by his own evil desire, he is dragged away and enticed. Then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it's full grown, gives birth to death. Does any words stick out there to anybody? Anything? Anything out there? Does anybody? I'm looking at you, Brandon. Tell me something. Birth. No, I mean, it's true because... Um, you know, temptation has a process. It doesn't... Yeah, it's, it's a process. So, um, it starts as his own evil desire, dragged away and enticed. 
but then it gives birth to sin when it's full grown, and then it gives birth to death. Um, and so it's a process. And so, you know, even though something, you know, may look like, you know, it's, it's harmless, it's okay, when, uh, when it's dwelled on. I think last time I had the opportunity to speak, I, um, I remember one of the things I mentioned, listen, temptation plus time equals what? Does anyone remember? Sin. I heard it. Did you say it, Timmy? Thank you, Tim. You were the only person that was here last time. That's how I remember. <laughs> you are. Yeah, temptation plus time equals sin. So the more we dwell on things, you know, even, um, you know, and the, you know, the Bible also says that, you know, some, you know, all things are permissible, but, you know, not everything is necessary. Um, you know, something else to think about. So this is my fourth one here. As fallen sinful people, we are naturally selfish. And... Uh, and so, uh, yeah, so, yeah, as fallen sinful people, we're naturally selfish. And, and you know, I, it, it's, just, it's just because we're born with a sin nature. And so it's very easy, it's very easy to, uh, you know, be chase, chasing after those things because that's what you're naturally doing. That's what you're naturally, you know, going to do as you're born in a sinful nature. Um, you know, it's, you know, that's why, you know, being a Christian doesn't make sense, um, you know, so many people, because it's unnatural. It's so, it's weird. Um, I, I was just talking, because I used to work with Mark on the roof, and I, um, I was on a flat roof, and I, uh, I work with this guy. I don't know, I, I don't think I know his real name. They just call him Cuz. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, he, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I think he has a real name. I just don't know what it was. But I remember he asked me one time. We were, we were stretching this, you know, uh, Duralast material over top of this parapet wall. And um, and he says, well, he always, because they didn't know my real name, they called me Jorge. He said, hey, Jorge, get over here. Because oh uh, they thought I was Mexican. And I, I was okay with it because it was better than all the other names they called me. So... Uh, he says, you don't swear. And I was like, nah. And I, and I kind of talked to him about it. But, you know, like people notice, you know, when, when you don't do certain things or when you restrict yourself, you know, from certain things. Because it's almost unnatural to them. He didn't understand it. it, it you know, it's like, you know, why, you know, why would, uh, you know, why, why aren't you doing this? I mean, this, I mean, it's just part of the process. It's what everyone does. Um, let's read some more verses here. James one twenty one. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent. And humbly accept the world planted in you, word, the word planted in you, which can save you. So the key phrase there, get rid of all the moral filth. All right, Deuteronomy 7.26. Do not bring a detestable thing into your house, or you, like it, will be set apart for destruction. Utterly abhor and detest it, for it is set apart for destruction. And I like that part there, do not bring a testable thing into your house. I mean, not, don't even, it's not, not even like, you know, don't do it. Just don't even have it in your house, you know. I mean, and you think about that. And, and, and I, when I think about this process, and I think about, like, anytime I, I look at this stuff, and, and I think about, you know, when I think about entertainment, I, I think, you know, what, at what point do you draw the line? Um, I used to have this book, and uh, it's, it's titled, um, Things Christians Like. Or something like that. I, I lent it out to somebody. I haven't gotten it back yet. 
Um, it's been passed around a couple of times. But uh, one of the things in there is kind of funny. They, they kind of have funny stories and stuff. And um, uh, the one was, um, you know, watching Family Guy to be relevant. And, uh, you know, it's like, you know, because don't we a lot of times like feel that way? It's like, well, you know, I mean, if I don't like watch anything on TV, because we know everything on TV is like garbage. There's like, you know, a small percentage that you can watch. I guess it's like Fox News and um, Duck Dynasty. That's about it. <laughs> of course. You know, and so it's like, well, now you're not relevant. But going back to um, biblical principles, things that are always true to all people during all times. Well, doesn't that sound relevant to you? You know, I mean, there isn't a show on TV that's relevant to all people at all times, you know, in all places. Uh, that's, for, that's for sure. And, uh, but sometimes we get caught up on that. Um, so my fifth one here was, with the Spirit's help, the believer must actively determine not to follow Satan's corruptions, rejecting what is unseemly and immoral. All right, Philippians 4.8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So not only are you just what you consume, what you take into your house, but, you know, what you think about. You know, you know, so, so you value, you know, you say, well, you know, I know we're talking about entertainment, you know, that's what my topic was that I wanted to look at, you know, but, you know, is it any of those things or, or is it something else? You know, what kind of things does it have you thinking about? What are you thinking about with those things? Colossians 3.17. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And whatever you do, it's no, like, no matter what, not this, not that, it's whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus. 1 Corinthians 10.31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. You know, it's it's that same thing over and over again. What do you hear? What, what are those words you keep hearing again? Anyone catch it? Whatever you do. So, what do you think that means? Whatever you do. That's, that's it's pretty simple. It's real plain English. Nothing, no, no big fancy words. So, my sixth one is real simple. Whatever you do, do in the name of the Lord. You know, and if it's something that you can't do in the name of the Lord, then, you know, maybe it's something that's not worth doing. Um, I'm not saying that everything is wrong or it's sin, but if you can't do it in the name of the Lord, you know, should you be doing it? And this always challenges me, like I said, when I, especially when we think of entertainment, you know, because part of me wants to go home, like, and I have like a, there might be only one person in this room that has more DVDs, than, maybe, maybe two. Do you have a lot of DVDs, Brandon? Uh, yeah, I mean, I have Fair. Okay. I think Donnie might have more DVDs than me, uh, only because he has a lot of seasons of things. Um, you know, I, the only seasons I have are like nine seasons of Dragon Ball Z because I'm a dork. And <laughs> but it's okay. Oh, no, Josh, Josh, up there. But, you know, so I have like 200 DVDs, you know, and so I have a lot. Um, and a lot of movies. Uh, just I've collected over the years. I've, you know, occasionally I'll buy one. Or, like, especially Black Friday, they got these deals, like, you know, $2. I mean, it's like, come on. Born Supremacy for 2 bucks, You can't go wrong. You know, and so, you know, so I buy all three of those. And, you know, I mean, you have to. So, 
you know, part of me wants to just go home and like throw everything away, you know, and then I'd sit at home and I guess all I could do is read my Bible, which is good, right? But, you know, because you just think like what, I mean, all this stuff that we do, you know, we have more free time, I think, than, you know, any other, any other generation before us because we, we've, we have technology and technology does a lot of work for us. And, and, and so even though you may feel like you're really busy all the time, it's, only because, you know, we've just filled our time with stuff to do. You know, maybe, you know, people back in the day, they didn't, like, do Pilates. <laughs> they, you know, they, like, would come home from working in the field, and then they'd, like, churn butter or something for fun. And so, it, you know, I mean, we, we just have so much free time, you know, that we, we don't know what to do with it. And so, like, it's almost where we have to spend an hour or two just zoned out. Because I know when I watch TV... I'm not, like, thinking of anything else. I'm just sitting there zoned out. And if I'm slightly zoned in, it's probably because I'm, like, matching socks together or something because, like, i got to con- try to be constructive because I, I usually stay pretty busy. So I try to, like, do something while I'm watching TV, whether it's, like, cooking something or, you know, uh, I'll cut coupons. It sounds kind of fruity, but I don't have any, <laughs> I don't have any money. So... If I can find, as long as, I'll do it as long as I can find like $2 of coupons in the paper to pay for the paper. Because <laughs> that's the only reason I buy the Sunday paper, for that and the funnies. <laughs> and and um, that's about it. Like all the rest of it, I look at it and I'm like, news. And, and it's old news now and I throw it away. I, I don't read too much of it. But, um, you know, so, but still, I mean, we spend so much time just zoned out. Like I could sit down to a video game. I don't do it very often, but if I do... Like, listen, all I'm doing is killing zombies, and that's all I can think about, you know, just shooting up zombies. And now, am I glorifying God by doing that? I don't, you know, I I struggle with that. You know, I'm not saying, like, it's right or wrong. I mean, it's a video game, you know, but, I mean, and God, I think, you you know, he doesn't want you to have rest and stuff, um, but, you know, I mean, what are you investing, you know, in? Um, So this last one here, which kind of ties right in, um, teach us to number our days aright, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Ephesians five fifteen through seventeen. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. That's my key part right there. Every opportunity. That's what I, that's what always drives me crazy when I think about it. You know, am I taking every opportunity to do something? Um, you know, we just get so we just get so caught up in our lives that we, we miss out on it. So I have a couple I have my my own this is my own biblical philosophy based on my principles. These are those are principles that I feel like were true based on scripture all the time, all places, all people. Um, you know, that's why they weren't so specific. They didn't say, like, playing video games, because that wouldn't be, it wouldn't apply to all times, you know. But, you know, how you spend your time, regardless, you know, that does apply. So, God purposed us to create and experience life in a way that honors and glorifies Him. So, that's my philosophy. Listen, God created you for something. It probably wasn't for a lot of the stuff that we waste our time with. Um, not, you know, like I said, you know, um, the, one of the big things here is not to take this and like 
Now you, you make a philosophy, and then you go and you beat people in the head with it. You know, that's not what I want you to do. Listen, if, if, if you're going to take this seriously, then what you're going to do is you're going to change your life, and you're going to live your life as an example. I find, you know, the best way, you know, to, as a witness to others or, you know, as to lead others, you know, to, you know, better themselves is just by doing it as an example. You know why? Because if you are doing what's right, you know, God's going to bless you, you know, and maybe not financially or, you know, some way like that, but, you know, people, people do notice. Um, there's plenty of dead Christians out there who are just going through the motions, you know, but you can tell an alive Christian, you know, very easily. They are excited and they are motivated and they're encouraging and, you know, they're, con- you know, that, that's what they talk about. You know, if you listen to someone's conversations, you know, what they always talk about, you know, if, you know, if God doesn't come up occasionally, you know, doesn't sound like they are spending too much time with God, you know. So, you know, so that was my, based on those principles. Now, you could come up with something different, you know, that's absolutely plausible, and, and there was, there's a lot of ways you could reword that into something different, but that's what I came up with, and I think it's, you know, philosophy that applies to what, to what stuck out to me based on those principles. And then this here would be my biblical purpose. This would be my goal. Do not waste my life invested in this corporeal world, this world that's, you know, it's, it's, it's temporary. You know, the Bible says that we are strangers, and we're strangers in this world. We're just passing through. You know, we're not supposed to set up, you know, we're not supposed to set up camp. Uh, we're supposed to just, you know, you know, set up a tent, you know, if, and that, that's about it. You know, just, you're just camping here. You're not staying here. You're, just va- you're on vacation, except you're not really on vacation. It's more like a, a short-term mission trip. And uh, sometimes we get so caught up in life and, like, cementing our life down. You know, this is where I want to be. And we get so caught up in, um, you know, like, retiring and all that kind of stuff. I mean, how much time, you know, I mean, do we invest into, you think of, like, retirement. You know, it's like we work 70% of our lives so that we can enjoy the last 25 or 30%. You know, isn't that, isn't that crazy? You know, that you'd, that you'd work hard all your life just so you can enjoy that much and hopefully you make it there. Um, I was just talking to somebody and they said like you will spend more money in the last six months of your life than you will spend like comparatively to the rest of your life just because of like in our generation because of like how most people die usually you know medical expenses and stuff. I mean isn't that isn't that wild? Like you'd spend all that money just so you could live six more months. I mean we don't think about that way but you know, you're thinking, oh, he might pull through, he might make it, but like, it gives you perspective. You know, I don't, it gives me perspective. I mean, I'm still on this rapture plan. I think like the rapture is going to be tomorrow, so I'm not too worried about it, I guess. But, um, I mean, still, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. It makes you think about life, doesn't it? Doesn't it challenge anyone here? You know, you think about, you know, what, what am I doing? You know, am I, you know, am I here to stay? Am I planning a life here where I'm, I'm. You know, this is what I'm doing, this is where I'm staying, this is where I am, or, or are you just passing through, you know, and you're leaving your mark as you go? Um, you know, something to think about. Um, but, so on your sheet, you have, you have all those things, and I would really encourage you to, you know, think of something that challenges you. Maybe, maybe people ask you and you're not sure about it, you know, you know, I, there's all kind of controversial issues. Entertainment's just one, and and where you draw the line, you know, there is a right and wrong line. Like, I mean, 
So, like, if I'm at Family Video and I see, like, Zach Filtz coming out from that, like, section in the back, you know, he's not here so I can talk about him. Um, so, you know, I mean, it's not like he lost his way or, like, he went to the bathroom or something. Now, I know I picked Zach out because he's the last person, like, that you would see back there because, like, you just hear all the crazy noises he'd be making. <laughs> You know, like, because he's just crazy. I don't know. Yeah, most of you know Zach, right? But, um, you know, he just, like, would lose it. So, you know, but, like, the, yeah, like, that, that's, like, obviously, if I see someone doing that, then I'm going to say, hey, what are you doing? You know, there's no, and there's no reason. There's no excuse. Um, but, you know, look, this is not, what you don't want to do is you want to take this as some kind of legalistic, you know, you know, meter, where now you say, well, See, these are my biblical principles. These are true all the time. So, you know, you're an idiot. You know, I mean, that's, that's not what you want to do. Uh, we want to approach people with love. And, and like I said, if you, you want to live your life out as an example um, to, to other people. And, uh, and that's what's going to make the difference, um, you know, for people who you feel like, well, you know, they're not living, you know, God's life. Well, you know, be an example to them. Uh, not that you're condoning it, but, or, you know, but you're... Uh, you know, they, you know, you're able to see the difference, the comparison. Um, so, um, I, I had some different topics I was going to pick. Um, I don't, I don't know if entertainment's really controversial. Um, I don't know where people draw the line. I guess I, right now, it's really easy for me because I don't have any cable TV. I just have a TV, and it's square, and it has lines. But only, you only see them when they're when the TV is black, and uh, so. So when there's something on the TV, it's okay. Um, but I thought about doing dating or something like that. But I, I feel I don't, I don't I feel good on I haven't been on a first date since like tenth grade. Isn't that weird? <laughs> I feel makes me feel. I hope not. <laughs> but anyhow, I want to thank you for your time. Thank you for being here. Um, I, I do pray that you would take it seriously. You know, I, I, and there are some other things you could think about as topics. Maybe it's drinking. You know, be, p- different people have different thoughts on it. Like what, you know, where where do you draw the line? What is it okay? You know, but you can you can even use some of the same some of the same verses I use. There's verses in the Bible, you know, about alcohol and and drinking and stuff. But you know, look, I mean, is it a waste of time? Are you can you glorify God's name by doing it? You know, maybe, you know, maybe. Um, I know there's all kinds of things. Uh, it could be, you know, friendships, relationships. It could be on accountability, about being accountable to one another. There's just some ideas, you know, just something to think about, you know, that you want to take seriously. Um, and then my other thought, um, I didn't get, I didn't hand out an extra piece of paper because I forgot about it. But you can come tell me um, if you think of something that you feel like is good. Because I want, I want to think about, like, if, you, if there's something that you, you're not sure about, or if there's an area, maybe it's accountability or something like that, where you feel like 724 or the church, or friends, you know, could help you, you know, uh, achieve your purpose or your goal, like, let me know, you know, and we, because we, you know, we, we want to do more than just meet here on Thursday nights, um, you know, we want to try to build some community here, and we want to, uh, we want, I mean, the whole purpose of coming here is not just, you know, to hear Dan Hayden's awesome voice, and, you know, to, uh, you know, listen to Kenny speak, um, you know, we're here, you know, to help each other out. And um, you know we're here to build community, and so um, we want to help you out. Whatever your whatever your goal is, whatever you're struggling with, or maybe it's something you're not struggling with, but you'd like to see happen. Maybe you say, "Listen, I want to see this happen." I don't come up and say like, "We should have a hookah bar in the in the 
foyer. You know, that's not going to happen. You know, like, people would come in and they'd be more at ease and peace. You know, I don't know. But, uh, you know, anything like that. Where there's accountability, um, you know, I kind of took these principles and we started an accountability group. I have a men's accountability group. It's like six guys in it. And um, we have goals that we keep each other accountable for. And, um, you know, is that biblically based? Absolutely. You know, Proverbs says, you know, um, iron sharpens iron, she does a man, sharpens another man. So, uh, something to think about. And uh, I thank you for your time. Thank you for being here. I'm going to pray as the band comes up, and then um, you guys will be free to go. Dear Lord, uh, we just thank you for this day, and thank you we could be here. I just... Uh, uh, thank you for this uh, group of people coming out to 724, God, and I pray for those who aren't here. Uh, I pray that you would just uh, watch over them, keep them safe, God, that you draw them to, uh, closer to you, and that you would um, that uh, you would just uh, give them a passion for you, God. Just give them a hunger for you. It's uh, so easy to get caught up in this world, so easy to get distracted, it's so easy to uh, fall away. And uh, I pray that you would uh, just give them, uh, you would just, just be the goal of their life, and that uh, you would be their desire. And that uh, um, you would uh, you just keep them in your word, God. That I pray that uh, that we'd uh, just continue to uh, experience your uh, your glory in this place, God. And that we would just uh, have a desire to uh, to be here and to worship you and to serve you. And I pray these things in your name. Amen. Mm-hmm.